You're listening to Write Right from the Texas A&M University Writing Center. Okay, let's make believe for a second. You're Dan Brown, and you just finished writing The Da Vinci Code. You're ready to start on your next big project, but it's just not happening. You can't write. It's writer's block. What do you do? Well, luckily, we know what Dan Brown does. Here's an interview with him on the BBC. At some point in Inferno, and I'm not sure at what stage you were at, you suffered writer's block. And in a sense, it seemed that what you put yourself through was a form of torture. This idea that you hang upside down in order to get inspiration back. Have you always done that? Um, I realize it makes me sound very strange. Uh, well, but marginally. I, I have just <laughs> marginally. <laughs> I have always found that that uh, hanging upside down is a, is a great way to uh, oxyge- oxygenate your brain and also to see the world in a new way. It works for me, uh, strange or not. Yeah, hanging upside down, gravity boots, you know, normal stuff. But it's not okay. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. A lot of writers have these weird things that they do to get writing again, but that doesn't seem right. My name is Dr. Candace Hastings. I am the Associate Director of the University Writing Center, and I also um, teach adjunct for the College of Education in the Department of um, Education Administration and Human Resource Development. I talked with Dr. Hastings, actually, I call her Candace because we work in the same office at Texas A&M, about writer's block. She's co-authored a book on creative writing and also, as you heard, does a lot in the academic realm related to writing. To me, writer's block is when there is a, a gap between the ideas you have in your head to write about because the ideas are usually always there, but they tend to be really abstract. And to make those ideas move from the abstract to the concrete, putting them actually on the page, some re- for some reason that doesn't connect well. And it's so frustrating that it almost gets worse and worse as it goes rather than getting better until you kind of push through that block. But why is it that the harder we push, the worse it gets? You're trying to write and you just can't. It won't happen. There's nothing there. It's like one of those finger traps you got in a birthday party goodie bag as a kid. The more you try and get out of it, the tighter it gets. And, okay, this is totally pathologizing the issue. It's not like you can walk into the doctor's office and they'll write you a prescription that will magically take away the metaphorical finger trap. We're sitting here trying to find out how to do it ourselves. And really, what it boils down to, I think, is fear. Fear of not being good at what we're doing. I think sometimes what happens is we've been trained to think that when somebody writes a song, when somebody writes a book, when somebody writes a paper, that it goes very smoothly from their head to the page. And I, and I think we're not honest as writers about sharing uh, our angst with each other. I think it's a, an individual act. So when we see somebody writing prolifically uh, and we're not, it, it causes this kind of spiral downward, and then we, there are all kinds of questions about our ability, our, our talent as writers, just our skill, and you know, we, we, we block ourselves into that, you know, where we just don't have any open space to get out, and it gets worse. And fear begets insecurity, and insecurity begets a blank page. And there's no magic confidence fairy, at least no one's told me about it. So how do you fix it? There's list after list of prompts and writing exercises all over the place. 
People will say you should write every day at a certain time. Dan Brown says that hanging upside down is what works. And you know what, maybe they all will. But are these permanent solutions to our underlying insecurities? I doubt it. My friend Bill Moran is a poet who writes, well, to mimic Candace, he writes prolifically. He's constantly on a performance tour, and because he's an MFA candidate at Louisiana State University, he's always writing. I'm baffled by it. I don't understand how he doesn't run out of material. But I asked him about it, and, well, he does. He does run out of material. Bill goes through weeks of dry spells where he just isn't writing. But he doesn't call it writer's block. Instead, it's just like writer's block is just a really good way to become self-reflexive. Like, ask yourself, why? Why do I like this stuff? Why do I not like this stuff? You know, it's just time for you to understand your own writing process. And I encourage everyone to be like self-reflexive in that sense. Like, ask themselves, like, why is anything coming to me? You know, um, and give themselves time and, and forgive themselves for not writing every day if they need a break from it. Because it could be the 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 case that they just need a little bit of distance and time and then they can re-enter again with uh you know as soon as something sort of strikes them so maybe the point is to become more comfortable with allowing those gaps to be able to say i'm not writing right now and that's okay basically how do we get out of the finger trap we relax we stop fighting it what gets us out of writer's block is taking a look at ourselves and considering that we probably won't put gold on the page the first time we try, and knowing that that's totally okay. Here's Candace again. If you're a writer, most of the stuff you're going to actually get to page is not going to be very good. That doesn't mean you're not a talented writer. What that means is that you know that you've got to get it on the page. When you finally make that leap, and put something on the page, that's a brave act. A brave act. There it is. Writing is hard. It's gritty. There's no guarantee that the first thing you do is going to be any good, whether that's creative writing, academic writing, or just making stuff in general. But it's the confidence, the ability to say, I'll try it anyways, that gets us moving. This has been an episode of Write Right, Produced by the Texas A&M University Writing Center, a service of the Department of Undergraduate Studies. My name is Davis Land, and I wrote and produced this episode, and I had editorial help from Nancy Vasquez, Flo Davies, and Nick Synergy. If you're a Texas A&M student, we offer online and in-person consultations about your papers, presentations, and really anything else you're kind of doing for class. You can find the Writing Center online at writingcenter.tamu.edu, and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at tamuwc. We're on Facebook as Texas A&M University Writing Center. And really, if you just search for Texas A&M University Writing Center on the internet, you're going to find it. So just, yeah, it's, it's on the internet. Go, go find it.